Hi guys, I'm Omi. And I'm Zara, and welcome to episode 16 of What's Your Own? 16 already? Okay, so um, we're going to jump right into it because of the last week. It's been it's been a it's been a deep week, hasn't it? I feel like I've been off centered by by it all. It's stuff that like plays on your mind, isn't it? Yeah, is how I feel. <laughs> like weirdly enough, I watched um that film, The Call, last night. Where have you seen it with Halle Berry? She's the nine one one operator. No, oh, but that is on my list. Is it good? Yes, it's the second time I've watched it, and it's it's not as tense as the first time because obviously I kind of know what happened. But, like, the idea of it, the girl that gets abducted and she's the 911 operator and whatever, like, that must be terrifying. And I feel like that really goes with what's been happening this week. Yeah. So this today we're going to do, like, a little say it with your chest about how difficult it is to be a woman in this, in this earth, in this <laughs> England, in this, yeah, in this earth, not just this England. Yeah, it's awful. It really is awful. And I just feel like it's a thing that's been going on pretty much since the dawn of time realistically and like why is it not better I just don't I know that's such a simple question to ask but why is it do you know do you know what it is that kind of like made me realize how bad it is Mm -hmm. is when you read these posts and you hear other stories and you're like yeah I do that yeah I do that I put my keys behind my fingers I, I I keep my headphones off. I'm yep. always wearing trainers. Like these things that are like every woman is doing. Like this week made me realize literally every woman is doing it. Yeah, it's terrifying. how bad it is. Terrifying. I saw this post the other day. This woman was saying how um, during lockdown she's been exercising during the day, like going out for runs and stuff while it's still light out. So that when her workday finishes at six, she doesn't like she's not going to go out and exercise. If she doesn't have time, she won't go because it's dark. And she's like, her husband will finish his workday at six, have dinner, do all of that, and then go for a run at like nine p.m. And she's like, I can't, I don't have that luxury. Like, I yeah. don't have. And she said that she always has this thought process where she's like, is this going to be the time that something happens to me? Every whenever she goes out by herself, that's terrifying that's what it is like these things that are you don't even know that you're you're doing it if that makes sense like I realized recently when I do food shopping I try and get it done in during the day as well and it it didn't cross my mind that I'm doing it because I'm trying to be safe it's like it's just what is you just feel this what's normal yeah it's a comfort thing so you I feel like you don't register it with fear if that makes sense until you really have to think about it if that makes we any sense normalized it as women like when you go out on a night out you sometimes take your trainers with you or if you're with the group fine but you, like the little steps that we're taking I remember like sending you locations of like when you go on dates like I'm gonna be here this is their name like this is the type of shit that we're having to do and like yeah. it's just and I feel like men don't have to do that crazy completely they don't and if they do then that's fair enough to them but like again this leads on to the whole not all men like oh, this is what we shouldn't have to keep explaining this what not all men like not all men we shouldn't have to keep saying that yes okay it goes without saying that not all men but how do we when we look at you know that you're not all men yeah like we don't know that so I saw this guy tweet something really good the other day and he was saying like I'm not going to get offended by 
women feel in a certain type of way around me because they can't look at me and see that I'm not one of those bad guys that's going to do something to them. So obviously I'm going to keep my distance and not stare and not do all of these things because she's not going to feel comfortable around me. And I was like, yes, son, you understand. You're not a twat. We have to explain all this stuff to the guys that are saying not all men have the same energy as people that say all lives matter. Oh, I can't. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just going to say it with my chest, but it's true. It's <laughs> it true. It is true. Of course it's true. They're idiots. They can't comprehend. If, you, if you're so offended by by everything that's happening, it's because you're part of the problem. If you were part of the solution, you'd realise, yeah, I need to change my ways. Oh, I hate, I hate them. I can see how irate you're getting. It's so funny. You're pointing your finger. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. I do understand. I don't know. There was something that was um bothering me, actually. What was it? What doesn't bother you? <laughs> I, got stuck in the ang- I got stuck in the anger and I've forgotten. <laughs> was it? You know um how you're saying about how um, that guy that tweeted it and said how he how he can be a better person or a better man even. Yeah. In Sarah's case, just imagine seeing a policeman and like letting your guard down because it's like you would kind of instantly think I am a little bit safer. And like if you can't trust the police, like who can you trust as a woman? You're she was walking home. This is what's crazy. Like how much more. What, what more could she have done to have been safer in what we do as women? Not gone out. <laughs> but that's not life. We can't live as shut-ins because some man can't keep their hands to themselves. You know, you know, have you, where you'd like... Oh, let me start that again. I've been talking to friends about their experiences and it is genuinely quite sad, like, what we as women have to go through to like try and feel a little bit safe even though it's like what 6 30 7 30 like early days like early evening you're having to do these things just to feel a little bit safer yeah what I don't understand is that how all of this has come out yet you still get those creepy men that still look at you a certain way and it's like did you not did you not read the news like are you not reading the room they do not care and that's the problem. They don't care. Or they, in their head, know that they're not one of those guys and they're not going to do anything about the way they're looking at you or whatever. So they think it's okay. They think it's harmless. But you don't understand. It's actually terrifying. Like, if you really someone's looking at you on the train or on the bus or whatever, that stays in your mind. And if you see them again, you're like, oh, there's that person. And you get a bit bit more freaked out. Like there was this guy once um, who used to get on my bus every morning to go to the station. And he always used to like hang back and make me get on the bus first and stare at me and all of that. And I was like, this is really, really uncomfortable. So in the end, I just stopped getting that bus because I never wanted to see him. It was just awkward. Like it was horrible. I hate, I hate that whole hanging back thing. It's like, what are you going to do? Like, I feel safe if I knew that someone was in front of me than behind me. The amount of times you're having to look over your shoulder is just... Yeah, it's not fun. But that's also what's annoying, that you're having to change your your life to avoid these situations when it shouldn't be like that. The amount of times I go... Because I live, I live in Chalk Farm, guys. Hey! <gasps> I go... At night, it's safer for me to go to Camden Town and take a bus back to my house than it is to go from Chalk Farm. That's really sad. Camden, that's 
it is but it feels do you ever feel like you're safer when you're on public transport if that makes sense like it's it's safer to be around people than to walk by yourself yeah even though it's quicker route. 100 percent. that's happened to my mum before she was on a bus one day coming home from work and like where the bus stop is there's like an alleyway that you can get to our house from and like where the bus stop is you can see down the alleyway and watch someone walk and there was this man that was like being really weird with my mum on the bus so the bus driver kept the bus there and watched her go down the alleyway to make sure that nothing happened to her so like some bus drivers they are nice and they will help you yeah but again it's just like why are we having to like live our lives around men if that makes sense like we're having to change our routines to be safer away from them yeah to avoid interactions that we just don't want i i don't know i don't know when things whatever and you know what makes me angry as well is that there's still those people that are like well um what was she wearing completely or what was she doing why was she out late at night by herself so it's all her fault i hate victim blaming in situations like this doesn't matter what she wears where she was going who she was with none of that just fuck off keep your hands to yourself and in sarah's case like i said before she did everything you would do as a woman to be safer she wore trainers she wore bright colors she stayed along the main road like what more could she have done like that's proof in the pudding that be you could be wearing a dustbin bag and men will do ship to you anyway like they don't do not care they're nasty but i read somewhere that how we need to change the narrative and like stop making it so passive like women are the victim you need to like put put it on the men like make it known that male male men what am i trying to say that men are the problem of this yeah a hundred percent i think part of it comes with like women grouping together like I was I with you no I was with someone else I was on the subway in New York I don't know why I thought I was with you um me and my friend on the subway and we saw this girl reading her book just like minding her own business and um there was a guy that kept was sitting next to her and kept getting closer and closer to her and like like reading the book over her shoulder and just like looking at the side of her like sniffing and stuff like that you know what I mean being really like awkward and you could tell this woman was really uncomfortable and she wasn't enjoying herself but she didn't want to cause a scene or make it worse or whatever so me and my friend kind of like went with her and was like are you okay do you need help whatever and I think more women need to do that like step in and just block that person from making this woman feel uncomfortable I think that's something else we need to change instead of like thinking about how you don't want to cause a scene just cause that scene just be like you're in my face just stop it get out of it yeah but it's scary it's scary people though if you're around people that makes more sense but if you're alone then i completely get it if you're alone then if you piss them off you never know what they're gonna do men are scary like when they get angry i mean they get angry if you reject them so what are they gonna do if you like cause a scene because they're being creepy yeah like we're already scared of someone just staring at us. So imagine if it was worse than that. I don't. I can't. You can't make excuses for them, though. No. Like those people that say boys will be boys, or no. they just don't know how they have. Like that's no excuse to it. Just you. You know, you can control yourself. If we can control ourselves, then how can you not control yourself? When you're walking around with those grey joggers on, and you see your dick print. 
I'm not doing anything untoward to you, am I? I might tell my friends about it later, but I'm not going to make you uncomfortable. No. They can feel uncomfortable, but... The, the problem is I wouldn't make them feel uncomfortable because it's it's awkward. I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable because of me. I feel like it's not... I don't mean we as in women, but, like, us as a human race have, like, normalised just sexualizing people. 100%. And to the point that you can't... You can't even walk your shoulders out with someone thinking anything more of it. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. Hot Girl Summer is going to be real hard. Hot Girl Summer has been hard for ages. Yeah, for our whole lives. I feel like men just have this notion that whenever we want to do something or look nice or feel pretty, it's for them and their eyes. And that needs to change. That narrative just needs to get out the window because it's not. It's their entitlement. Men feel like they are entitled to females and their bodies. It's entitlement, 100%. That's why when they walk past you, they put their hand on the small of your back to get past. You don't need to do that. Little things like that, like you are not entitled to me or anything to do with me. I hate it. Look down. Play Candy Crush on your phone. Do something. Leave me alone. I don't know, it's just all like, I think last week, it's been happening for a while. I don't know why last week was even more. Maybe it's because of the whole, the Megan and Piers situation. That's another thing, like you can't even, you can't even talk freely without it being judged. Like that whole interview, sorry guys, this is a say it with the chest, royal family edition as well. (laughs) (laughs) That whole interview... Mm Harry was there. So why is it that Megan is like still taking the slack slack for it? Like why is she getting more negative press from it than he is when they were there together as one couple? I think one because she's a woman, two because she's mixed race, and three because she's an outsider. In terms of the royal family, people just like for those people that do not see it as a race issue, there are some serious issues that you can't you you just you need to reassess your life. Yeah. Because that there is racism in the royal family, whether they be, they believe it or not, there is an unconscious bias there. Of course, there like Harry put it himself, he said he didn't realize what she was going through until he was with her. That's that's his eye opener. Yeah, but it shouldn't have taken for that. Like that would yeah, wind me up not. as a woman of color if my husband said that. But like, are you that ignorant? That would be. That would. Um some progress but it tells me a lot about your family the fact that William came out saying I'm not a racist person or whatever we're not a racist family how do you know that how do you know that when there's pictures of you sitting on thrones and whatever like how do you know you're not racist these images are coming out of you clearly looking a bit you know racist (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah no I get you it's stupidity I don't you can't if that's your if that's your statement, I'm not. We're not a racist family. Then sorry, you need to hire someone new. What well, did you see the new PR woman? She's a black woman, isn't she? And she come wearing like her traditional clothing. Come on, come on. Everything they do is just for a bit of a stunt. Kate Middleton at the vigil. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to. No, I'm going to say it with my chest. I feel like I was a complete PR stunt. Of course it was. And then you... How are you there with no mask? Sorry. And then they criticised um, Megan and 
Harry for being at like the graveyard, like the military graveyard, I think, um, without their masks on. But then for Kate and Boris Johnson, it's okay because they were there. They wanted to be seen. Like you're not there for valid reasons. You're not there because you care really. Maybe there is. Maybe I won't like being a woman is hard and we do care for other women. But her reason and her not wearing a mask when other people are, to me, that just says that you're just you're doing a PR stunt. I think you're better than us. That's what it is. And again, it's entitlement. That and she's just trying to prove to people that she's she is like she's not what we think of her. She's not a bitch. This, that, and the other. Yeah, I think she's trying too hard. That's what it is. In my opinion, anyway. I don't. Yeah. It's the queen. It's It's a queen. Don't come for us. (laughs) (laughs) We're not ready to die. Well, I don't say that. (laughs) We'll be hung at the Tower of London. That whole interview was just maddening. I think Piers is. Piers' stupidity about asking, well, what was the context about what colour was the child going to be? Like, how how do you want context for that? There's no context where that would be right. There's, it's self-explanatory. And the fact that you have black people and women of colour telling you that this there is no context for that to ever be right and you're still fighting it. Like, when will you see, when will you see the point? Like, when do you see the right like when do you see the answer it just pisses me off I lose I can't even speak English properly (laughs) I don't know he's trying to play the devil's advocate like some some other people that we know (laughs) but he's just doing it I'm joking he's just I I don't know I have so many thoughts on this interview of Piers Morgan that I just it's hard to get them I think he's just so ignorant. I think people of colour are constantly having to um, deal with colourism, that being asked what colour will your child be? How dark will your child be? Yeah, it's just such a sensitive question. Like, what what are you trying to say? My brown skin not beautiful. Like, you know what I mean? Yep, I do know what you mean. I just feel like it's a self-explanatory question. If someone asks you how dark is your child going to be, they mean it in a derogatory in a derogatory way. There is no other context to that question for you to even think about. And this is actually what's annoying about it all is that people are defending peers and saying, "Yeah, you do need more context." You don't, and it's usually white people. I'm not going to lie to you. No one in their right mind would ever ask that question to a pregnant lady, whatever colour she is. No. Unless, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, that white pregnant women would not get that question. But pregnant, no. not white, pregnant women of colour or pregnant women who have a partner who is not white, they'll get that question. I think you're very naive if you don't see how sensitive that question is. And if you do, you need to go to your un- un- unconscious bias training because mm-hmm. it's, it's disgusting. It is disgusting. It's not a question that should ever... I can't think of a, a question similar that you would ask someone that is probably white that would ha- hurt the same way. It's because there isn't one. I just had to like stop then and just think but there isn't one 
Yeah, there really is. I don't know. I, that's the only thing I can think of. Because <laughs> they're so bloody pale. But even then, that's not racist. That's just... This is what's annoying, that people that are, like, defending this don't see it as a race issue. But clearly it is. If you're asking me what, chi- what colour my child is going to be, this is a race issue straight away. If you have a problem with the colour of my child, then you have a problem with me. Yeah, 100%. I really want to know who said it. I bet it was Philip, that bastard. Look at your skin colour, bruv. You ain't got a skin colour. You're see-through. He's not He's not alive. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're, they're like, he's like a robot or something who's dead already and they've, like, brought him back to life using something because he should not be alive right now. They need to let the man rest. Just rest in peace. It's like Rockefeller who's had like six heart transplants or whatever. It's not money. Why are you taking people's hearts? Just let it go. Just die. Look at you. You're old. God is calling. Answer that call. Stop saying voicemail. It's not money gets you in it. Oh, I had something to add to that actually. Do you know that's actually yeah that was it. Do you know him being so ill? What I also hated about this interview was that how Piers's quite Piers's um stance was his granddad is in hospital. They're gonna die. This that and the other. Like it's gonna be on them. Could they not think of a better time to come out with all of this? Like it, they cleared up. They cleared the air about that. They said it wasn't the Queen and it wasn't Philip. I'm sure they have better connections to their family than you do, Piers. So what, what, like, you making up the fact that Philip's going to die is going to be caused by this problem, this interview, is just shambles. Like, he's going to die anyway. He's old. It's not because of this. But he's not going to die anytime soon. Like, I'm genuinely sure. So, honestly, I will probably die before he does. He's going to make it to 200. Yeah, it freaks me out a little bit. Like, when you listen to all the conspiracy theories about the royal family, I feel like some of them must hold some kind of weight because he's still alive. Like, surely. Her mum died at, like, 104. I reckon he's got a good couple of years, probably. Yeah, true that. He just doesn't look well looked after, you know? Yeah. Like... Um, Captain Tom, Sir Captain Tom, he looked pretty good for a hundred and exactly. hundred and one. What is that noise? I think the whole interview and how people are so pressed about this makes me realize how much control the media has. 100%. I already knew that anyway. The fact that they're like in denial that this is a race issue, like, how are you to know? You're you're Senior management is probably all white. So how are you going to explain that it's, it's not a race issue when clearly it is? This is something I actually wanted to talk to you about off camera. People that say there's not enough people of colour in the industry are just liars. But, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I think this is what's also annoying. Because going back to Piers Morgan, um, just how it was black women that are having to, like, fight the corner. If Suzanne... Is her name Suzanne or is it Sarah? I think What's it's Suzanne. So this is how irrelevant Suzanne. she is. She's just... No one knows her name. She kind of, like... She she didn't, she didn't like, really back anyone. She didn't, she didn't have much of a fight. 
and it was black women that are having to like yet again pull through and mm-hmm. speak about these issues and like bring actual bring it to light how bad the race issue is within the royal family and having to speak to white people who are not responsive mm-hmm. enough to be like Alex Beresford Beresford I can't say his name properly him speaking out was perfect <laughs> but we need to stop relying on people of color to having have to have to fight these yeah. battles like you should be just learning yeah the problem with that Suzanne woman and something I've noticed is that Piers is very dominant and she tries to have her say, but he just keeps speaking over her. And men speaking over women is an issue in itself anyway that I've experienced at work. And I'm sure you have and many other women have. She needs they yeah. she needs to she needs to just fight back. I think there was a lot wrong in that interview, in that situation. She allowed she allows it though. She was allowing Pierce to just do it. She could oh, fight back. Then. I don't know what. I would. Her back. If I was her, you mad? Are you mad? And he was speaking over everyone. He's such a dominant pig. It makes me so mad. And then you see pictures of him, and it's like the company that he keeps, and it's like Harvey Weinstein and Jeffrey Epstein. It's like really, and he's yeah. out. He's there speaking like his high horse yep. about how Meghan and Harry are causing problems for the royal family look at your age mates are you joking (laughs) (laughs) so annoying so angry like so angry he's just he's one of those people they're like he does everything right and everyone else is wrong and men like that are terrifying because they this is why this is dangerous because he has an influence on yeah, other people. He has influenced probably the entire country. Anyone who watches this program and who is probably of his age and race and yeah, to be honest, yeah, he's got a huge, he's got a wide audience that listens to him and likes what he says. Yes, unfortunately, so it's good that he's gone. But who are they going to get to replace him? Is the question. Oh, they have replaced him. I, I think it's with an Asian woman. I've forgotten her name. I think her name's oh, Randy. That's good. But he's still on ITV. Like, you have 41,000 complaints about Piers yeah, Morgan. Yeah, the most ever. You... Mm. So ITV are in the wrong too. This guy doesn't need your money, so just let him go. No, his paedophile friends will funnel him money, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. This is what also was annoying, how we're talking about Harry and Meghan, but what happened to Andrew and that's what the pig that he is? Why why are we not talking about the fact that he is potentially he potentially raped a minor? Like are we not gonna talk about that? He's a nonce, I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it. And I hate all the headlines. No no one's defending him apart from Piers. It's okay. Like, <laughs> I hate all the headlines about how this this interview has been the worst royal crisis for eighty two years. Um, what about Diana? What about Prince Andrew? All of these things that you're just glossing over them, and then when you watch The Crown and they've had, you can tell that they've had loads of other um, problems with like Prince Philip cheating and being involved being involved in that like sex circle gang thing, a men's club or whatever it was. What happened to that? Why? Yeah. This, why is this now the worst crisis we've had in eighty-two years? I don't fucking think so. Thank you. Sit down and shut up. 
<gasps> this is again a yes, race issue because the fact that she was the fact that she's black, like that's it. There's nothing else and to it. Like, You're accusing her of causing problems with avocados. There's just so many, so many stories out there that have like berated her and diminished her name, and like yet people are still not defending her. White people are not defending her enough to say that it's not a race yeah. issue. Like if you if it wasn't a race issue, you would see your you would see yourself. I can't. I just I can't even speak properly. It pisses yeah, no, me off. Oh, I don't know. I do. I don't know. Oh, I do know, but I don't know. I just feel we could go on for hours about this topic, but it's the people with the power and the money that need to sort their lives out. You know. I don't. I think it's it's um, like racial po- propaganda. Like I, the media has so much of a say in how things are presented, and they presented her in such 100%. a bad light. I don't know how people can defend it when it's like literally in black and white how bad she's been treated. One thing I am grateful for is that they had a black woman interview her. And they didn't give the interview to like Diane Sawyer or someone else. Do you know what I mean? Like they got um, a successful black woman to do the interview. I think she had a say in that. What? You... What, what? Okay, we've been speaking. We've we've defended Megan a lot. Um, was there anything in that interview that like, kind of annoyed you? Not the Piers one, the Harry yeah, and Megan yeah. one. Um, in terms of Harry, yeah. I think there yeah. were a few times where she mentioned having to Google things and it's like, Harry, what are you doing? Why are you letting your wife come into such a tense, strict situation, let's say, and you haven't told her everything? Why would you wait until two minutes before she's about to meet the Queen to teach her how to curtsy? Like, I, I, Yeah, but why are you preparing yeah, her? Uh, that, things like that piss me off. And yes, he's been a good husband now and he's got her out of that situation, but you let her go in blind, realistically. Yeah, she was not prepared. She, there's like no, there's not enough episodes of The Crown to prepare you to how it's going to be. I think the only only issue I had, and I think I mentioned it to you, is just like there was this one moment where they were, it was Harry again talking about being cut off financially, and there was like this sense of entitlement that I just did not like. I'm like, yeah, okay, you made your decision to leave the royal family, like own it don't feel sad or don't sound as though you're sad about being cut off financially and you you're only left with inheritance you were left with 11 million quid like calm yourself a little bit just change the tone that was one thing that like i think oprah should have pressed them on a bit more like what happened what happened to your money where's megan's money from when she did suits and stuff like that like where was that gone why were they struggling for money does that make sense? I need to... But they weren't, yeah. though. I don't, if, you, if you're struggling with 11 million, then you've got some serious issues. And I, I get it. They're born into a richer society and or married into a richer society. But, like, check yourself. You stayed with, what's his name? Tyler check Perry yourself. for a couple so of months. Wreck yourself. Sorry. And I look at you now. Your neighbour is Oprah Winfrey. You're not, you're not struggling. Like, I feel like they shouldn't have spoken about money at all yeah. because that was, like, my only... <laughs> My only. I think they were trying it. to make a point that they had been cut off, and that was like yet another 
kicking the case from the royal family. Do you know what? Like, I understand that point. But, yeah, I do agree they sounded entitled because it's not like they struggle. Yeah. I'm just talking about how they would have stayed on the palace grounds and, like, just done less of less um, forward-facing yeah. roles. That was annoying. I feel like you, you kind of know that the people that are going to watch this are, like, taxpayers and people that are already angry, mostly. People that are already angry. So, yeah. Well, yeah okay so you kind of just want to live off live off the money and like not do yeah. anything that's that's my only flaw like that's my only opinion against them but really and seriously it is a race issue yeah. and they weren't treated unfairly no I do still agree with that I think she was completely yeah more her yeah, than I Harry do. but it's weird that I have more oh I don't know I don't know. I'm glad they did the interview. I really am. But I, Same. I really need to I hear think it. that there are certain interviews that people do. You have to give all the information or don't say anything. What, what, more, what I, more information did you need? Are you talking about, like, who called the baby out? They should who's who, yeah. And I think that they... But I also understand that they need to... They still have respect for the family, obviously, the institution which sounds really fucking creepy. Um, And I think that they should have gone into the money situation a bit more because, again, they come across as entitled, but we don't know the full story. Yeah. Why did Diana feel the need to leave him an inheritance? Do you know what I mean? Like, those kind of things. I think this goes back to being a woman again. Like, speaking from experience, like having family members that are like having to prepare for the kids but when it comes to and I this isn't all parents this isn't all dads or whatever but when it comes to fathers they're not doing as much for the kids it's usually on the mother yeah I agree with you in that sense so I feel like she was doing the motherly thing of something's gonna go wrong I'm gonna prepare for my kids yeah she saw it coming in it Yeah, I mean, she saw that it wasn't an easy life and that her kids would probably struggle. So she did what any mother should and hopefully would do for their children. Yeah, it's just exhausting, though. We'll come full circle, but it's just so exhausting, like having to think ahead in every aspect of your life, thinking about when you need to exercise, when you need to get food, when you're going to have to like have kids and prepare for that and prepare for them like you can't you don't get a moment of just like being yourself and like no and it seems that being I, yeah calm and it seems like the only time that they do get moments to themselves is when they're locked in isolation realistically and not allowed out to do anything like they're cut off that's what happened to diana isn't it and megan they're cut off from their friends their families yeah you don't have access to your passports or anything like that like that's terrifying that is really scary. Yeah. And again, but like, this goes back to people denying her her experience. How can you deny that she's gone through that or she's yeah. experienced mental health? You've, you've already, you already know that Diana went through the we same thing. There. So both lying, like, what's the deal? That's what I'm saying. It happened to Fergie as well. She just didn't make that much of a big deal about it. 
probably because she's not dead it's not been made too much of a big deal of, but it's three people that this has now happened to no not not all of them can be lying yeah like they're definitely not lying obviously because i can see it all being true i think that's what's really sad that she spoke out about being suicidal and people were like oh she's acting but they said the same about that well her her experience mirrors diana's and I think that's probably what scared Harry quite a lot as well. But is that not more proof? I hate that people are talking like they know <laughs> them. You know, like people are like, oh, she, Megan's changed him. I'm sorry, were you yeah. friends with him? Like, how do you know that he's been changed? How do you know this isn't just him maturing? Like, where do you come into this equation to have your yeah, consent? No, I, I do know. That's the thing about the intro. I feel like you could just pick holes in it or like criticize it or find um oh i don't know or find holes in it or whatever forever do you know what i mean but like can you not check yourself i feel like yeah we're talking about it now but we're not talking about it as though we are like their family members or we're their friends this is like us looking from an outsider's perspective but the amount of comments like even Piers it sounds he acts as though he his it's his uncle like the Queen Cezanne and Philip's his uncle and they're going through a lot of stress like he knows you don't know you literally just know what you read let's just base it on that don't act like you know to more to me Piers sounds like a jealous ex-boyfriend or like oh you need to refer to that interview yeah. she ghosted me that's so embarrassing. <laughs> that is so embarrassing on his part. You're a big man. He really is. He just sounds so obsessed. You're a married man. Either you felt offended that she didn't elevate you up with her or you actually wanted her as like a side piece or a side I, woman. Like, what is it you wanted? Like, come out and say it with your chest. Just say it out loud. He's going to deny, deny, deny. His, his little pink face, his fat face is so uncomfortable. I just I look at him and he makes me sick. It's just a sense of entitlement again. Like men have this entitlement that they they're owed something, they yeah. deserve something. You bought her a couple of drinks and you paid for a taxi. You don't owe her anything. You guys spoke a little bit through messaging. That's it. Like, can you calm yourself? Like, sit back down. It's like Alex said. She had. She wasn't. She was allowed to not talk to you anymore. Like, just it, get over Let it. it. Go. Grow up. You're a big man. Like, what does your wife think of all of this? Like, I just, I want to know. You know. Yeah, she's smart enough not to speak out about it. Mm, she's probably not allowed. This is so and what, I don't know. And like, what would you say? I feel like if you're she she sees something in Piers that we don't, which is fair enough. So she clearly is gonna defend her man. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You yeah. do. I think you should <laughs> always do that though. Defend your man in public, and then berate him in private. That's... No, but That's... it's true though. <laughs> I'll take that with me. Yeah. Otherwise, you've got to come as a united front. But I feel like he's not really doing that. He's mugging her off. He's gaslighting a lot of people at the same time yeah, as well, is. though. His last post about posting Churchill, when you know 
what Churchill is like. Like, let's not lie. We know that yeah, Churchill was a racist. That he's whatever. Yeah. yeah. But you're you're gaslighting everyone else that you know was offended by your interview about Harry and Meghan. I just hate naive people. And it's what's annoyed me from all of this is how people are acting blind to it. Like, how can you not see there's an issue with race? How can you not see that Piers is, like, pushing people's buttons in the wrong way completely? That's right. I think people people listen when they want to listen. Yeah, and they don't want to listen. They don't want to listen. I don't know. I feel like we could talk about this forever. Yeah, we could. We've got to wrap up at some point. Sis. Well, this is my final note. <laughs> Men are trash. <laughs> We've said it. We've made it again. <laughs> Why did you lift your top up? <laughs> On that note. <laughs> And next week, friends, is our wine and crime week. Oh no, I haven't finished oh, my I final note. That men are trash. What's your final note? Men are trash, and if you're offended by that, it's because you know you're trash. Um, but my final note is: Can you please just keep an ear, like keep an ear out, keep an eye out for your sisters out there, like every like in this little girlhood that we have. I feel like we need to we look really out do. for each other. I agree. If something seems dodgy, just scream. Speak to your friends. Yeah. I feel like people are suffering out there and they, you don't even know it. Amen. Um, but yeah, next week is wine yeah. and crime. Exciting. This is your week to pick the topic, isn't it? Because you want last one. All right, guys. Look out for your friends. Call people out. Guys, call out your other male friends. Like, just do it. If you see that they're acting weird, tell them they're acting weird. Goodbye.